Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Two Geeks Podcast. It is Jason <laughs> and Dan. We are here hanging out. Justin will be joining us here very, very shortly. Dan, what have you been up to? Uh, not a whole lot. Just random things. He's uh, lying. He's being modest. He's been working on a nice D&D campaign for uh, Max and I this weekend. And it should be yeah, fun. Yeah, it's, yeah, it will be fun. And I, I hope I can scare Max. It'll be fun. What's up, Mick? How you doing, buddy? Uh, so, yeah, I got an awesome announcement to make. We, we will be away next week for the 4th of July. I'll put up a best of video, maybe a compilation of some unreleased interviews. But um, on July 11th, we are welcoming to the live show, which is not something we usually do. We usually don't just bring guests on to the live show unless we've talked to them prior. But he was available to stay, and I'm not losing this interview. We got Mr. Burt Ward coming on the podcast to chat about his career and to talk about his dog rescue um, uh, charities he's involved with. So it should be a lot of fun. Cool, cool. I am so excited to talk to Burt Ward. Like, seriously, I was going through his IMDb page, and granted, Batman's really all he's done, but I was a really big fan of Return to the Batcave. I was a huge fan of yeah. the new animated movies. But, I mean, I, I read his memoir, and there, there, there's some amazing shit that went on around Batman. So, <laughs> Yeah, so the conversation should be a lot of fun, and everybody in the audience will get a chance to partake in that. And we actually have some stuff to talk about in the world of geekdom. Uh, Dan, we? I, we're not going to get too much into it, but did you watch Loki episode three yet? No, no, I have not. <laughs> Neither have I. And I don't plan on doing this show week to week. I, um, I'm going to save it until it's over because it's really hard to review yeah. serialized TV from week to week. because You really just got to wait until the end product comes. I'm waiting until the end and then, then just watching it. So I, get, I, get, I get tired of just watching one episode a week. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah, if it's a streaming right. service. I mean, I, I don't understand their, their logic on that one. <laughs> I watch a lot of cop shows right now. I've been watching a lot of true crime. <laughs> so have I. And it's sad. <laughs> true crime is very sad. And you know what's fascinating about true crime is like real people had to die like for us to be entertained by watching <laughs> these shows. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's sad. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I don't like true crime. I'm not a big fan of like watching. Like, Timmy was murdered on his way to school. Well, Sorry. nobody asked you, Justin. Yeah, <laughs> Justin. You just, you just show up in the middle of the conversation and think you know what's going on. Come on. Three minutes in talking about true crime. <laughs> if, if we started the all three over true crime podcast, we'd be so successful because people are obsessed with true crime. I've been watching yeah, one yeah. that involves the internet with Kylie, and uh, it just makes you not want to use the internet. Yeah, you know, I had, uh, my I, yeah. uh, there was a show about my cousin with one of them. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, she got shot in the street by a crazed boyfriend. Oh, oh dude, I'm sorry about that. So she's, about that. I mean, she's in the hospital. I mean, she, she lived. The dude serving uh, whatever sentence he was serving. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know, but but yeah, she, I, it, was, it was not good. Yeah, I find, I just find it fascinated that we're all fascinated with it. Like, oh, yeah. I want to get some true crime experts on the podcast so we can really have that conversation. Because I think it's an interesting one to have. Is why are we all so into true crime? We well, almost want like a psychologist <laughs> and a true crime person. <laughs> oh, Dan says he knows. Dan? Yeah, uh, because our, our society tries so hard to uh, not acknowledge our mortality with all these things that are supposed to make you live longer and do this and do that. So it's 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 a way to explore it, but not have it done to you. 
that's fair. It's like horror movies. It's it, it's the way to get like if you're actually scared by them. It's it, it's a way to get the rush of you know. Just like a oh, weird crap, this is scary and stuff without actually having it happen to you. Like you're you're not chased by Michael Myers, but you know, for for a second, you can pretend what it's like to be so. Yeah, childhood hey, me very much believe so. Here's here's your mom with a with a white you know stallion at the end. That's dumb. Uh, <laughs> oh man! But uh, Dan, uh, uh, just set us up for it with a perfect segue. I have a new trailer for the new um, Halloween movie. I have and not seen this yet. I know that Dan and I were both fans of the reboot. I didn't know. I didn't know the new one. I didn't know we were going to have a new one. That's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. a trilogy. They planned it as a trilogy. Oh, all right. Wait, wait. Is it a trilogy like including the first one? <laughs> yeah. No, a oh. trilogy outside of the first one. The first one oh. of the new movies. The, the the reboot had me when like they killed that little kid. Like they hold no holds yeah. barred. Like yeah. he was in the truck, and I was like, "Is he really going to kill a kid? Oh my god, oh. going to kill a kid?" Oh, oh, you mean the Rob Zombie ones or the? No, no, no. no. The, the, the this the... Halloween one. He when he was he broke out of prison, right? And he got into a truck. Yeah, the oh, dad yeah. and the son. Yeah. He killed okay. the dad outright and then like yeah. left you hanging, but it was implied. I think either they left you hanging or they actually showed the death. Either way, it was like you definitely murdered remember. that kid. I do need to they, watch that again though. They did something in this in the, the first reboot that um and not the Bob Zombie ones, the, the new canon films. They uh yeah. they actually <laughs> the made Mike Myers films like like a Death Wish and in uh, <laughs> yeah. uh Revenge of the New. <laughs> that would be great. Let's let's reboot Canon Films, guys. <laughs> they successfully made Mike Myers scary again in the last Halloween movie, which yeah. you know they yeah. kind of turned him into a joke in the last few. And uh, it was nice to see that return. And it looks like I've seen this trailer. It looks like we're going to get more of the same. But let's check it out together. As, as much as I love Buster Rhymes, <laughs> who doesn't love Buster Rhymes? <laughs> I love the theme. No, 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 no. I couldn't hear you over the trailer, Jason. What'd you say? Oh, I said I love that Jamie Lee Curtis is on board for this new. Right? Project. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She's great. Yeah. Too bad we can't have Donald Pleasance. Yeah, that's important. Stupid cop. Could you imagine saving Mike Myers in a fire? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let me give you a hand. Well, I think they're about to regret it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Jesus. Got the jaws of life into your face. Oh, dude, the, the last one was brutal. Yeah, it yeah. was. That this one might make me like Blumhouse films. That one cut oh, you didn't like Blumhouse films before? House to house. That was amazing. Yeah. I think they're oddly pretentious. For, for a horror, you know. Sure. A genre of film studio. <laughs> what are the big movies Blumhouse has? I know they've had some big ones. Oh, uh, they they did Happy Death Day. I like them because they I don't. I like Happy Death Day. They uh they do a little bit of everything in the horror genre: the comedy, the scary, the dies tonight. I don't like. What their genetics little, uh, did this family have that has like Jamie Lee Curtis like a superhero and like <laughs> Mike Myers? Well, they're no longer related. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I missed not, that. Not okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, this this doesn't do Halloween too. Send him down. Michael Myers is flesh and blood. He walked out of a fire. Emphasized violin there. That that was neat. 
that. He kills the more he transcends. Transcends. Uh oh. I know I had issues with Chris Rock's uh, acting in the new Saw movie, but I'm really liking this comedians writing horror movies thing. Who wrote this one? Um, Carrot Top. Uh, yeah. Danny. Danny. Trejo. Oh crap! I'll find it. I'm coming for you, Michael. <laughs> Is that a high school? <laughs> Is she it's in a high school and around. a bloody da, 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 da. <laughs> Oh. Also, I wanted to, to say, remember the werewolf movie that, that, that we looked at last yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That is based on a video game. I didn't know that. Thanks for calling yeah. out. And I did not know it, but yeah. That, I didn't know that, either. That it is written good. by Danny McBride, directed by David Gordon Green. Danny McBride, huh? Really? I mean, he's down and down was magic, so sweet. You know, they say comedians have dark sides, and I think their dark sides reflect really well when they're writing horror. Yeah. I mean, it can. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Master of Disguise was was just a thinly veiled horror movie. So, (laughs) Tropic Thunder as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Although Tropic Thunder was actually funny. I I I love Tropic Thunder. And I I hate uh, What's-His-Name, so. Who? Stiller. Stiller. I'm not a fan really? of Stiller either. I, I do not like him. I don't I don't hate hate him, yeah. but I don't I don't like New Stiller stuff funny. isn't great, but I like I can't get over uh what is it? The fat camp. I forget that he Heavy was weight. Oh. Heavyweights was wonderful. Uh I love Zoolander. Um, see, I, I can't do Zoolander. No? Like, like okay. I, I see what it's making fun of, but it's just I don't know. It doesn't yeah, make I, me laugh. That first that first movie my dad and I watched a ton. It was oh I love that movie. <laughs> Oh, so good. Nice. Yeah. No, Gasoline he, fight. This Stiller <laughs> is just hit or miss with me. Like, yeah. There's maybe six movies of his that I like. like I when he has cameos of stuff, like like I I I like him in like short bursts, I guess. <laughs> like That's fair. he's got like a five minute cameo. I'm I'm like like cool with Ben Stiller, but but if he's he's doing a whole movie, I can't. I like the first night at the museum. I'm not sure if I was a big fan of the second one, but I like the first one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Robin Williams. Though that's the reason you buy that ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm excited to see the Halloween movie because it's something to look forward to. <laughs> Halloween. When and, is, it, is it? Is it October then? Oh, is it coming out? In, yeah. Yeah. I wish that's they probably get, best. I wish they'd get their stuff together with Jason. Like I watched um, Never Hike Alone in the Woods, and I watched Vengeance, and those were pretty solid movies, and they were made by fans. Friday the Thirteenth. Dan, have you seen Vengeance? Uh, I'm not sure that I have. It's got that- uh, Tom McLaughlin's uh, involved with it. He's the one who did uh, Jason Six, and Is that the it's Christmas almost one? <laughs> it's almost a direct sequel to Jason Six. It brings in Jason's dad, who was supposed to be in Jason. Oh 6. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I've seen it then. No, it's pretty solid. It's got some bad acting, but that's what you expect with those kind of movies. Yeah, I don't know, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, he's in Tremors. The- I will watch. Hey, yeah, I love yeah. Tremors. Me too, except for the new ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, I love they're, they're the new Arctic and like with. I, I have not watched the Arctic one. I, yeah. I, I watched the one before it. There's I, one uh, more after it too. The Tremors oh, oh great. Tremors movies, and I hate to compare the two, but um, Fast and Furious and Tremors, I like them for the same reason because they keep getting more and more absurd with every Tremors movie they make. So it kind of once gets yeah. me to at least check it out. 
Have, has the anyone seen the new Fast for you? Sorry, Dan, go ahead. Oh, I'm going the, to the, the problem with, with the new Tremors movies is that they, they, they keep losing actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, the Fast and Furious, well, kind of did, but not as bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like this is not their whole cast. What's right. that? They keep finding ways to bring the Fast and Furious characters they kill off back. But uh, Michael, yeah, Hart, yeah. Um, Kevin Bacon has been pushing for a Tremor TV series for years. Like he wants I think to it'd be great series. in that original town, maybe. That'd be fun. As long I'm as up. they they can get Reba McIntyre back. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is if Kevin Bacon gets his TV series, he better sure as hell cast Michael Gross because that guy single-handedly has kept that franchise afloat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the most recent one? I haven't. Not yet. Okay. He's, he's just like, it's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're not rebooting Family Ties anytime soon, so let's yeah. just keep going on this Tremors. I mean, oh, God, I'm curious right. how much money Tremors has made him. Like, I, I never put that together. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what got me to watch the first Tremors, because I liked Family oh. Ties. What a oh. weird thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> family Ties, Giants, War Monsters. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I picked up the Godfather Coda, and I haven't watched it yet. Nice. So, so uh, we'll we'll see if they can make uh, Godfather Three watchable. I doubt it. But is it just no. one? Is it one long iteration of the Godfather? Is that how that works? No, no. It's it's, it's so uh, broken up. It's his recut of Part Three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Takes out some Sofia Coppola stuff. But she's pro- very prominent on on the cover, which makes me sad. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> gotta, get his, gotta get his daughter in there somehow. I've always gone on the hot take on our show that I didn't like the first Godfather. Well, a couple weeks ago, I sat down and I watched it. And I got to tell you, I don't know what the hell was wrong with me the first yeah. time I tried to Lots watch of it. Things. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I've, that I've had movie. this conversation with, with, with Max as well. He doesn't like either of them. Then they're, I don't know, they have very poor taste. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is phenomenal. And I'm going to yeah. watch the second one and then I'm going to watch Coda. I'm going to skip the original three. Just stop it, too. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't tell you either way because I haven't seen Coda yet, but I know I'm not new, so. Just stop it, too. I'm a completionist. I, my brain wouldn't let me stop. If I know there's another one, I have to watch. Like, well, when I, I mean, I think there's you... a Time Cop 2. I had to watch Time <laughs> Cop 2, even though it had nothing to do with the first one. Uh, you know. Yeah, because, I mean, the whole thing with 3, right? He was ready to be done, and they just threw a truck of money at him, I think, right? He was like... I don't know. I'm trying to remember how Coppola did that's, it. But like, that's like everybody, though. Yeah. I mean, every, every, everything known to man. Like like mm-hmm. like Harrison Ford can still pull a decent performance if you give him a truckload of money. <laughs> but uh, Han yeah. Solo again. Godfather Two is my favorite one, just because of the whole boat scene. Yeah. That's yeah. One of my favorite parts in film. <laughs> you were my brother. I had a I had a pretty big geek moment the last week or so when I saw this photo online because that is something that just got me excited. Sure, it's just Michael Keaton standing there, but knowing that's him on set filming as Bruce Wayne slash Batman, like, how do we not get Batman Beyond now? Like, it's right there. (laughs) Filming? He's right there. Like, I don't care. This Flash movie sucks. I still want him as in Batman Beyond. It's all bat flick. We need to make yeah. that happen. 
us single-handedly. Three how, how are we going to make that happen? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. You could do a fan fiction where Max is Batman. Ooh, wow. No, no, Michael Keaton is Batman, not Max. Well, he'll, be, he'll be the new Batman. I'll work for the rest of my life to pay Michael Keaton's salary. I don't think all of ours combined we cover that. No. No, I don't, I don't think Max would make a very good Batman either. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but he would he would give it his best shot, Dan. Oh, I'm sure he would. <laughs> I just keep trying. Hey, you you're, you're you're like the Tremors guy now. <laughs> That's our Batman right there. No. Now the secret identity's out. We're screwed. Hashtag not my Batman. Oh no. <laughs> Another thing that got me excited when I saw it today because I haven't seen this in forever, and hopefully it holds up. Before there was Chappelle show, we had the Chris Rock show on HBO, and I don't know if you guys yeah. have seen it, but were it they was... similar? Sorry to talk over you, but were they similar? Yeah, no, very similar. Chappelle definitely barred from the Chris Rock show, and a <laughs> Chris Rock show was really funny. Gotcha. I never, I never watched it. I like Chris Rock. I never, but I've never watched that. Yeah, so that is now on HBO Max, and I cannot wait to check it oh, out. Oh, good. How many seasons was it, do you know? Two. Ooh. Two. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. It should have lasted longer. I can't remember why it didn't. Man, those shows long. seem to be cursed with two, right? I mean, Chappelle, yeah. Chris. I mean, Key and Peele <laughs> ran the gauntlet, but. <laughs> um. Oh, I, I got on a ninja kick a couple nights ago and i was watching a bunch of ninja movies that i three ninjas fine no god no N no dude no light <laughs> up their eyes dan light hold on dan you can get into that justin i'm trying right now to get the kids from the three ninjas on the podcast that was that was my movies as a kid i watched three ninjas a lot as a kid but yeah i haven't seen them as an adult yeah, i've seen right. them as an adult they're very home alone really? mm. except worse I don't know, man. In every aspect. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I watched a movie called Pray for Death, <laughs> which, is, which was pretty good. Um, it's It's got the actor from Revenge of the Ninja in it. Ta talking about canon films earlier made, mm -hmm. made, made me think of it because they're both canon films. This is basically, um, uh, you know, Charles Bronson. Uh, oh, Action Bronson, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, his main, not Death Warrant, that was Jean-Claude I, I have Van not Damme. watched much the, the other Bronson. Uh, fuck it. I have them all upstairs, and I can't remember the damn name. Anyway, it's it's basically that plot where they, they, they mess with his family, and then, then, then he becomes a vigilante and, and kills all the mob people, except now it's a ninja. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And that, it stars Shokasugi. That is he, a movie yeah. I need. I need to make that happen. Is that on Tubi? Uh, no, but you might be able to find it on YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was looking for, for Revenge Death Wish. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, it's basically Death Wish with, with a ninja. It, it even ends the same way. Um, well, no, with, with, with the cop and stuff. But anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Now, now I have to find Revenge of the Ninja. <laughs> Is it the sequel? No. That's the one I was trying to find when I found Pray for Death. <laughs> 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 and I was like, well, I guess we'll just settle for this one, man. 
<laughs> I gotta say, Dan, you're killing it with segues today. Because let me go ahead and pull up the new Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings hey, trailer. See, gosh, <laughs> see, this is knocking yeah. it out of the park. Oh, I'm, I'm just the everyman with segues. <laughs> and we get our first look at Mandarin. Mandarin. <laughs> if you want them to be yours one day, you have I can't to wait. show me your strong enough to carry them. You are a product of all who came before you. The legacy of your family. You are your mother. And whether you like it or not, wait a minute. You are also <laughs> your father. I told my men they wouldn't be able to kill you if they tried. <laughs> Ow. Glad I was right. You're just a criminal. <laughs> Hopefully Trevor be comes back. How you speak to me, boy. I'm the only one who wants Trevor to come back. <laughs> uh, who's Trevor? From Iron Man 2, he was the fake Mandarin. I thought I could change my name. Oh, no. no. His, his acting was fine. I hated that. Shut yeah. up, Jason. <laughs> but I could never... Shadow. Is the Mandarin the main villain in, of this? Yeah. yeah. This guy? Yeah. My son. You can't run from your past. <laughs> I love like ninja movies with those like ring arm like weapons. Yeah. They're so yeah. cool. I always think of it like Kung Fu Hustle where he kicks the, the shower, yeah. the shower rings down or whatever. I love the spear guy in that one. Too. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's flying. Max and I watched that for Shaolin Sofa not too long ago. <laughs> Hold on. Was that Abomination? Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about Kung Fu Hustle. I mean, Trevor was an Abomination, yes. That's her. So. Sorry, Trevor. Yeah, yeah, well, he deserved it. He's supposed to be he's supposed to be the Mandarin. Yeah, he definitely... Uh, right there. I don't know. It might be. It looks relatively similar. It'd be a nice callback if it was. Is that so the, the Hulk giant, movie that never was? Yeah. Is that the giant uh, monster from Resident Evil 4? I, I don't know. <laughs> he has the T-virus, the crossover we didn't know <laughs> yeah, we needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, that, that Netflix series is probably going to fail. So, yeah. What if they did that, crossover Resident Evil right into like Marvel Zombies or something? I'd be okay with that. Be fun. I'd rather than cross as long over as I get badass way. Wesker, I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> be sweet. I, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm yeah. all for martial arts stuff, so hopefully it's yeah. good. Yeah, if it, if watch it all be board meetings. Fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> that's the crossover you, you never you never wanted. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shang Chi and Iron Fist just just. I don't want to talk about my taxes, Dad. I want to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do your taxes, buddy. Remind <laughs> <laughs> me of Elf. All right, buddy. <laughs> nice, Dan. Yeah. Did you read this? Uh, yeah. How is it as a series, like beyond the first book? And is it different than the movies? Yes. Uh, 2010 is slightly different, and then it just gets bizarre. Okay. Um, David, they, they find, uh, I think it's Bowman. They, they find him like years, years later, and it's all goofy, and yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of fun. Awesome. Yeah, I just got to check it out. 
I've got them all on my Kindle. But I mean, uh, Clark wrote 2001, like right after they made the movie. So, okay. Oh, so they made the movie first? I didn't realize that. I thought so. Or, or he was, because he was asked to consult on it. So, so his part of his take was, was, was writing the book. That's cool. So I don't know if he did it like during it or like directly after. But it's always interesting to me when movies generate books rather than the other way around. Yeah, there used to be a big uh, uh, turnaround, like 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 that before home video. Really? Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I I I remember as as a kid, like like I would go to like like the used bookshop. And I picked up like all the Omen books that that, that were oh. written like after the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I and guess that, yeah. Star Wars had a bunch of that too, right? I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a giant universe of Star I, Wars. I, I had the the Batman novel from the '89 Batman. Nice. And just yeah, like they 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 change a little bit around, but it's you know it follows the. It's a I would cutter. love a John Wick book that didn't follow John Wick, but like a John John universe, Wick like live in the. I, I would love a video game in that universe. Like I don't and need John Wick. Then he shoots this guy, and then he shoots that. Listen, Dan, and then he shoots that guy, and then he has a knife. I want to be a hotel owner in the John Wick universe. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm I'm not saying that I don't love John Wick. It's just but yeah, the it, premise it would just of be a giant stuff. strung yeah. together action scene that That's just goes on forever. That's all I want. And they used to. They used that's to fair. Put, that's fair. They used to put deleted scenes in the books too, because like there's a whole PSD yeah. scene at the beginning of the Home Alone two adaptation, and like I mentioned, <laughs> Jason Six earlier, uh, they had Jason's father in the Jason Six book. That's at sweet. the end. Yeah. It well, they really they good. that's because they they would usually give like like the author the the script before they made any changes to it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's that's usually why why. Why that shit would happen? <laughs> yeah, and now they go for tons of money because they're out of. Yeah, time. yeah, dude. I, I saw what what made me think about, about the Omen series first was I, I was in Half Price Books and I saw that they, they had the Omen two novelization in in a little rappy thing going for like seventy five bucks and I was like Jesus, <laughs> I bought that for like a dollar when I was like twelve. <laughs> yeah, I had the Bill and Ted Bogus Journey book. I can't remember if there's anything different in there, but I thought I always thought the PTSD you seen at the beginning of Home Alone 2 was the standout. And I know hilarious. it's a different thing, but I always think about like I had binders full of original Pokemon. Like I had my whole childhood was collecting those stupid cards, and now they're all with money. And I'm like, well, I don't know what I had, so I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to pretend like I didn't have a lot of I don't money. Know where they went? Like, oh no, I know where I gave them to a friend. Like he was still into them, oh. and I was getting out of them, so I gave him my whole binder. And oh, I was like, man. here, enjoy. I mean, I'm assuming he got rid of them too, but either way, I had yeah. like, I remember having a big stack of cards. And just... Justin, I had the first three magic sets that I would play with, and uh, Tam and I like sold Alpha, them off. Alpha, Beta? Yeah, Tam no. and I sold them off for uh, uh, Star Wars. Are you sure? Card. It's like the first three sets. I can't remember for sure. If but... you did, then yeah, you, you probably have a bigger gold one than Pokemon cards, and I feel a little yeah. bit better with my life. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> hey, you know, I I feel bad because back when I I played, I had a lot of the God cards from the yeah, those are skyrocketed the Theros ones, yeah. and then I yeah. went to buy them back again, and I was like, oh, yeah, no <laughs> maybe <thanks>. not. Yeah, <laughs> damn our childhood, yeah. damn them. <laughs> well, well, I've, I've come to realize nostalgia that like pays. Years ago. Yeah, I've come to realize nostalgia <laughs> pays. So, like, oh yeah, should I ever have kids, and they have a fad? 
I'm going to have them keep a hold of whatever like popular thing, and it, maybe they'll come back. Let's yeah. put it in a box, whatever, storage. Put it in a box. Put it in a box. Don't play What's it with it. Put it in a box. Leave it in its wrapping. That's, yeah, you don't get to play never, this. Never play with your toys. Yeah. Don't enjoy this. I, I think that's amazing. You get to look it's at them. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. One day every year around Christmas time, you get to look at your toys. Yeah, yeah. You, you can open the big box. <laughs> that's about opening them and not opening them. Like, even if I still had all my G.I. Joes that were opened, I'd be sitting on some money. Like, damn, my parents were letting me sell them when I was young. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I sold my yeah. like a quarter. Yeah, I sold my Super Nintendo for twenty bucks to a friend from school. So I was just, I was just big old dummy, big old dummy. I have a box of the original Ninja Turtle toys. I bet that's worth some cash. Yeah, I don't know. You should look. They're, they're mine. <laughs> and you can't have them. <laughs> my precious. I just heard like gold. They're, they're, they're mine. It's mine. You can't have them. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you can buy your God cards with? A Michelangelo that's, that's okay. turtle. No. My Michelangelo turtle is worth more than the God cards from Theros. <laughs> Emotionally. Yeah, well, I mean I don't know. I but what, what what is it all worth in the end? I mean, it's no, it's just an arbitrary number that somebody stuck to it on eBay. I agree. <laughs> that's I agree. fair. Everything's only worth what you can get out of it. We're only just dusting yeah. the wind. Or so or, or what what yeah, all we are is dusty. <laughs> we just turned into like, like a Kansas. Like, just, let's talk about Kansas. Oh no, no, we just we just got a uh, got, got uh, uh, hit by Capitol Records now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, can't, we're going to sell Angelo doll just to cover the cost of this lawsuit. <laughs> Full circle. Uh, how dare he badly cover Kansas? <laughs> yeah, this is definitely for me. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, Bill yeah, Frame was scary. It was I've scary. got the first three, dude. Actually, I'll I'll, I'll tell you when when we're done with the trailer. If, well, the trailer just answered my question. I was about to ask you if it was Switch exclusive. Yeah. Uh, I know it's coming on the Switch because it was from the Wii U. Yeah. But. I've never pay- played a Fatal Frame, but I've always I love played. the Fatal Frame games. They, they go for so much money, though. It's hard yeah. to get into Let's take now. pictures uh, of you, the ghosts. Yeah. And you got to get them at the right time or they just kill you. <laughs> yeah. It's like Luigi's it's, Mansion. It's, uh no no it's not. <laughs> um, if you've got a PS3, Jason, you can download them off the store for the PS2. Casey, I love face. Oh. I like your personality, Casey. I'm hit or miss on your face. I'm hit or miss on both of them, actually. That's good. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Ghost kidding. marriage. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you lead with. <laughs> Dan, do you play the game with subtitles or not? Uh well the the, the first three I think were, were were all in English. Okay. So I'm not sure. If the voice acting is good, I would play it with the voice acting. But um, okay, now Justin, <laughs> I was playing Fatal, Fatal Frame three 
mm-hmm. years ago, like 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 in the middle of the night when I could stay up really oh, late before I, got no. a, before I got a real job. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, um, I, I was just like wandering around the house in that one, and I go downstairs, and the lady with 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 the baby carriage starts coming after you, scared the shit out of me. I bet. <laughs> I'm scared of children in general, right? I mean, I'm just, I just like grab a controller. And went, Ooh. <laughs> oh, well, now, okay. I love your face, like Casey. That's Aww. very kind of you. Okay, that's fine. That's I like nice. your picture, Casey, that you have on your profile. It's fantastic. <laughs> kind of scary. I mean, we're talking about Final Frame. It all, it all works together. Full circle. Yeah, yes, it's perfect. I was playing Resident Evil Seven by myself with the lights out, and it was dark. It was nighttime. And I think that's the only game that I remember, like jumping twenty-seven feet in the air and screaming. That doesn't get me so much. Resident Evil, I mean, it, it'll it'll make me jump, but ever since the dogs came through the window, no, 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 the liquor came came through the window in Resident Evil Two, when you're in the 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 basement. Now liquor scared the crap out of me. Now that that that, that was scary, but I don't think crazy ass family scares me as much as. <laughs> that's a Tuesday thing yeah it's just you know <laughs> again you know back back to the true crime you know i've gotten used to it at this one <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah funny. true crime stuff's just giving me a list of things that my daughter's not allowed to do anymore yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you remember when out. you were allowed to go outside and play yeah you can't do that anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah. wrap you in saran wrap can you breathe blink twice <laughs> if you can breathe now, Wait a minute. That, that's another true crime story. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> now we're in the, the, the TV show Dexter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh. All right. We're going to put something on that's happy. We've only watched like sad stuff and talked about sad stuff. And What? what we got Shang-Chi. We got, yeah, we got that Fatal was pretty Frame. Happy. Fatal yeah. Frame is awesome. I, that makes me happy. I know. <laughs> Here we Turner go. and Hooch. <laughs> Call her when I get home. You're not giving her any grandbabies. Say the word. I set you up. I got cousins. Yeah, I've met your cousins. That is so lovely. Um, Maybe after I make change. Is that? Is that Josh? This is Hooch. There's food, at least some toys. This one's no, it's favorite. Josh's son. What are you talking about? It's who? Josh's son. He rescued him from the shelter. He said it's almost like the original. Because I remember the original movie that much. All the time, and I'm just still trying to prove myself here, Mom. Come on, you're gonna love him. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in. You guys already know. Nope. Nope. It's every other big dog movie that gets it stuck is. on yeah, some guy. Yeah, right. It is. It's 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 a uh, Josh Peck, right? Yeah, I was saying it's Josh Drake and Josh. Oh, okay. I thought you were wow. talking about the character because that's Tom Hanks' character oh name. In the first oh, I know. I'm sorry. No, I, I was the actor. Also. Why is there a dog in the office? Uh, uh, it's, it's a long story, sir. Oh. They're going to charge you 30 bucks to watch it in the, the, the first couple of weeks? Oh, heck yes, they Hi. are. Hi. Do you remember Mulan? I remember Mulan. There's anything. No, this is, uh, you know, it's free and I still haven't watched it. <laughs> 
down? I probably should. Wow. He behaves for everyone but me. You can't beat the animated one. Before he passed. Dear this Scott, looks dumb. You think you don't want a dog? No. What about the people in the comments? What do you guys think of the new Turner? I'm sorry with the dog. Well, I think it's fine. I'd watch it with Kylie oh. or Selena or Tony. I think it'd be great for kids. It'd be fun. Yeah, whatever. It'd be, it'd be a happy family movie. Dog out of here. I didn't really watch the first one, so I, uh, the, the original. He's just drinking the water for contaminants. Weren't we getting a Clifford movie, too? He's getting better every day. Yeah. Can't, can't you just roll them all into the same movie to save me time? Like, <laughs> Two hours of uh, cameos from all the I mean, it's, it's all the same movie, because there's not a whole lot that dogs can do different. Have you watched Air Bud? Have you watched Air Bud? Have, have, have you watched the... Uh, the, the uh, the the what what they did to those poor dogs in the Airbud movies? <laughs> no, no, I have Don't not. Dark coming, yeah, yeah. Look, look that up. <laughs> I just know without dogs, uh, Jim Belushi would be out of a career right now because he's on like K nine four hundred and ninety two. Oh, for real? Yeah, he keeps making those. Like every couple of years, he turns out another K nine movie. Jim Belushi. Speaking of Drake and Josh, have you heard about Drake Bell getting yeah. in, into some trouble? No. Yeah, he he got. Uh, I don't know who Josh and Drake are. Excuse me. It's it's one of those kids shows. Yeah, it was yeah. Growing up, that was one of the big TV shows. Yeah. For for children, for children in my my childhood, but he got yeah. charged to talk like he was talking to a minor. I don't know. Got Remember, trouble. Justin, we're old. So. You're older than me. Yeah. See, yeah. so so we don't we we don't get this Drake and Josh talk. That's fair. I, I don't. I don't. Someone's gonna get it. Either way, listener, Drake Bell is in trouble. <laughs> Good. Why? Ah, he was hitting on a minor or some crap like that. Oh. Yeah, not great. Not Hanging great. out with that Frankenstein-looking dude in Congress. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the 90s hit maker that was really creepy. <laughs> I forget his name. I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Oh, Wow, I'm gonna watch the Conjuring three today after we're done with it. Yeah. Oh, I, I I was thinking, but I, I need I need Mike to be on here to to say that because a, okay. a long time ago we covered a movie called called the uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Why can't I remember anything today? Mm-hmm. Um, there something, you, man. something to do with uh, uh, Satan, and it, it was all about how how this dude from uh, the the Philippines was a saint because because his his uncle died and and his sainthood went down to 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 him his name was Lando the killing of Satan that's what it was the 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 terminology and how they see Christianity work in that movie is the same as 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 the Conjuring three so I I I want to see Lando the saint versus the master Satanist <laughs> can he hit light speed in the Millennium Falcon. Uh, he he can block bullets by making a shield by putting his arm like this. Oh, and, that's almost and more save, useful. Yeah, and he he has to save a bunch of naked women in a cage while the devil and uh, is this a real movie, Dan? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> while 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 the devil and uh, uh, Prince Satan like prance around about their plans, which make absolutely no sense. It's a great yeah. film. You should watch it. <laughs> sounds, I mean, it sounds compelling. <laughs> but but anyway, yeah, it's 
the Conjuring Three made me think about that because of its it's like conceptual magic things. Yeah. Yes, they probably did. They're like, hey, I watched this awesome Filipino movie called The Killing of Satan. We're just ripping it off now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's made in the seventies, but it's ours now. <laughs> well, I mean, the what are the what are the main characters' names? The Warrens. That's yeah, the main like. They had a whole bunch of stories. I wonder if they like that, that whole thing is so interesting to me because it wasn't like most of their stuff like just disproven outright, like all their that actual stories and stuff. Talk to Fair enough. <laughs> um, I would say yes, <laughs> but mm -hmm. but but they they have a very rabid fan base. So. Oh. Well, yeah, compelling yeah. proof. Put that in the comments, folks, because I'm actually interested. But. Like, like they did get that one cool shot of the, the the scary Amityville kid ghost thing looking around the corner. Oh, that, yeah. that was neat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who the hell knows what that is? But it's, it's cool. a wonderful premise for a movie series, though. If you have a whole bunch of like, it's almost like an anthology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just like the Conjuring move movies. Yeah, it's like Nailed an it. anthology. Yeah, and then then you can make spinoffs. Like, and all like the money. The Nun and yeah. Annabelle and and. What the hell is this under my counter? And and, and, and <laughs> I, I heard the faucet's leaking. And, I and, like Amityville come home, but the Warrens did get this nice shot too of a ghost. You guys seen this picture floating around? Oh Jesus, dude! <laughs> what really? What's wrong with you? No, for well, a long time. Yeah, Justin, let's let's bring you know, that back up. I don't know if you know the history, Justin, but for a long time there was rumors that there was a ghost in Three Men and a Baby, and obviously with DVD and Blu-ray, they've been able to disprove it. But, they, uh, they just prove that on VHS. Don't eh, don't even. Eh. That, that, that hasn't been a thing since like '88, dude. <laughs> well, so before I was born, I'm yes, bringing it back. Before I was born, my God, Justin. <laughs> how young are you, Justin? <laughs> I'm 31. I'm just saying, it's a, I was born in. Good Lord, you're half Dan's age. What? 60. <laughs> How old are you, JT? 85? I'm 38. Coming <laughs> live from the nursing home. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I have my hoodie. Let's watch Matlock. Yeah. Matt Talk. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. They got to watch Matlock to, to make Matt Talk. Yeah. yeah that's right. sure. <laughs> we got a long episode coming out for Matt Talk. Sure. But, uh,. <laughs> You guys see, watch anything good streaming? Uh, I just told you about Pray for Death. He sure what did. Else, he what else did. do you need? He lobbed he that over to you pretty solidly. I, I tried, know, I tried I, to I wanna... explain the killing of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> what have I been watching? Uh, I've been watching. I've, I've, no, nothing crazy. Uh, I've been doing a lot of like outside work in the house. So I haven't really been able to watch a lot of stuff. Um, I'm hoping to see Fast 9 soon. I've, I've heard it's not great, but I mean, it's the number nine in the series. So whatever. Have, have they been? I mean, yeah, that's fair. But worse than normal. <laughs> it's probably a better one. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> I've, I've been watching a bunch of old cartoons. That's fun. About, about the He Man box set, the, the old 80s He Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got what else did I pick up? The real Ghostbusters set because mm. I saw it over JT's place and I had to buy it. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I need to go there. I need to watch Loki while he's thinking. I, I haven't watched it at all. I need to. I need to pick up Loki because I like the character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. I think you like the show. Yeah. But um, so Fast and Furious uh, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, eight, <laughs> and eight, not nine, eight. 
They've all had like 90% positive scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Fast 9 is sitting at a 60%. But the audience score is 84. Of course it is. I'm indifferent because this movie just has to be really cheesy. And I will. So no one goes into a Fast and the Furious movie expecting anything other than like, do you have fast cars? Do you have just a fun thing? Just give me a fun ride. Everything else is fun. A fun rock. Here's the problem with with Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay, I, I I like that they have like such low scores that I'll go and read those ones. Mm-hmm. But but the problem is it, it's no there's no differentiation between film and whatever because the audience scores is always going to be. I mean, they're they're going to be like 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 Jason. You know, they're going to be like I liked it. You know, whatever. <laughs> well, they tanked Star Wars, right? And the critics went really high. Yeah, but that, that's because of different reasons. That yeah, that's yeah. the whole you know Metacritic. I don't like something about this, so I'm going to get me and all my friends to give it zeros. And yeah, yeah but but I mean, and then you you get the critic score, but they're they're either a trying to make money off it, like like the 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 one dude on the cover of the Black Knight DVD that's like it's the greatest kids movie of all time, <laughs> <laughs> or. Or or they're assholes like 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 me. So you're not you're not going to get a decent you know view on there either because you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so I mean it's just kind of a waste of time. <laughs> That's true. You'd be better off just finding like 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 one or two you know critics or I, yeah I don't reviewers know, you trust that yeah, have that yeah. marry up with what your opinions that are. have like your tastes are yeah yeah. That's fair. It's a good point. It's a good suggestion. But, that's why I, All right, I, I everybody out there, um, coming up on the Three Geeks podcast July 11th, we have the wonderful <laughs> Burt Ward. On July 18th, we've got the Petersons joining us again. If you don't remember them, they're the lovely couple that uh, reads romance novels on It's a lot of Audible. fun. They're a fun couple. Yes. And they're coming on, and we're going to top top five ro- romantic movies, and that could be from any genre, anywhere across the board. I can't wait to see how creative some of these guys get, because I know I'm the only one here that really actively watches rom-coms. So this will be a lot of fun. And um, Rocky nice too. Apollo Creed and Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. The very romantic. Yeah. The the bro the bromance is real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then coming up right after these quick words, we have uh Samantha Gatton joining us movie. to talk about her lovely singing career and so much more coming up on the Three Geeks podcast. Clock commercial, take five. Hey Jason, have you ever been accused of a crime? I have not yet, John, but if I ever was, there's only one man I would call, and that man is Benjamin Matlock. You would be right to do that because he's a guy that can certainly clear your name of any accusations that come your way. It doesn't matter, man, if you're accused of, say, I don't know, murdering your ex-husband live on your TV cooking show or using a pair of scissors to stab your business manager to death, or maybe, maybe you sneak into your landlord's office and off him overnight during the Christmas season. Matlock can get you taken care of. And you know what? He's also a dude that is a subject of a pretty cool podcast called Matt Talk. Right, Jason? Yeah, he is. And uh, I'm so glad John just aired out all my dirty laundry. But um, it's great to know that when I stab my landlord or I you know, commit any crimes, I can call the one man. And that one man is Benjamin Matlock. That's right. And you can check out our podcast called Matt Talk every 
second and fourth Monday of the month. It's available on all of the podcasting platforms, including Anchor. Just go to anchor.fm slash Talk, And it's available through the Facebook page. Of course, that is at Matt Talk Podcast. And uh, you could check out every single episode when they drop. And real soon, real soon, it'll be available every Saturday at noon through the Scene Snobs channel. Just look for scene sno- the Scene Snobs, excuse me, on Facebook or the scenesnobs.com. Jason, tell them about the email and the Twitter account, please. You guys can email us anytime at B-N-M-A-T-T-A-L-K at gmail.com. That is benmattalk at gmail.com. One more time, benmattalk at gmail.com. Email me. Let us know what you think of this commercial. Let us know what you think of the episodes. We have some great interviews with Lori Lathine and um, Linda Pearl and Scott Valentine and a ton of other great episodes. And by the way, check us out on Twitter. We just got on Twitter at matttalk underscore podcast. And so, ladies and gentlemen, check out an episode. And as they say in court, nothing further. Hi, I'm Casper. And I'm Becky Gremlin. And we're the host of Don't Fuck With The Original. We are a spoopy horror podcast that pretty much covers everything under the genre. We cover haunted locations. We cover true crime, cryptids movies anything you can literally think of we are all over it everything spoopy on wednesdays and why wednesdays are for podcast thanks guys Hey everybody, it's John Orlando from the PBD Cast. Are you wondering where you can find my podcast? Well, it's real simple. Just go over to pbdcast.com, the online home of yours truly, or it's available through all of those major podcasting platforms. Just search for it in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio app. And don't forget that every single Monday night at 8 o'clock, I do a live broadcast of the week's episode of the PVD Cast through the Facebook page. Just go over to Facebook.com and search for at PVD Cast and join me every Monday night at 8 p.m. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get on out of here. So I'll chat at each and every one of you later. What's going on, everybody? It's the Scene Snob, McManhattan, and I'm here to tell you guys about thescenesnobs.com. We're a channel of variety, comedy, entertainment, geek-related, sports, the whole nine yards. We cover almost every genre. We have so many great shows to choose from. We have shows like the Scene Snobs podcast, BTB podcast, the Guapo show, the Sports Snobs podcast, the PVD cast, Jeff Dwoskin presents Crossing the Streams, the Three Geeks Podcast, The Fandom Effect, we probably have the only Matlock-based podcast called Matt Talk, and we're introducing new shows all the time. We have new shows coming up like The Ear Hustling Podcast, Carpool Shenanigans, and of course, From Some Nobodies, Twitching Upstream, and Talking Upstream. So come on, check out thescenesnobs.com, enjoy it. And please leave feedback. Like, follow, subscribe us, and just let us know what you think. We love to have all the interaction. So I, again, am the Scene Snob McManhattan. Check out thescenesnobs.com. You can follow us anywhere on social media at the Scene Snob. And we will talk to you guys soon. Take care. Three, two, 
one. I'm Gunnar Quaylen. I'm Jenna St. Clair. From churchofsecrets.org. You're listening to John, Dan, Scott, Max, and Jason. On the Three Geeks Podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm back. Justin is still in the void that he went to during the break. And we are joined by Samantha Gadden. Samantha, how are you today? Hey, how are you guys? So, Thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait to talk to you. I, I love meeting and talking to new people all the time. Oh, me too. This is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But uh, first, before we get into our conversation, I thought I'd throw up uh, Samantha's video or song so everybody can hear it as we get into the interview. Go ahead and share this. Hi, Justin. Welcome back from the void. Hey, how's it going? This is Samantha. Hey, Samantha. Hey, nice to meet you. Head up in the clouds, but my feet were on the ground when it caved under. And I was lost in the dark. Another day, another sky. Are you had me outnumbered? Had me thinking I was floating, didn't know that I was drifting away. You put me in the water, didn't tell me you were out in the way. So when the waves came crashing down, I hadn't figured it all out. I was underwater. So when I washed up on the shore with nothing left of you, yours finally free from you. my voice i had my sound never afraid of speaking now till my words were taken and i couldn't find my way stuck in a maze with no escape i was always changing had me thinking i was dreaming didn't know that i was wide awake You put me through the ringer, didn't tell you I was feeling the pain. So when the waves came crashing down, I hadn't figured it all out. I was underwater. But then I washed up on the shore with nothing left of you. Yours finally free from you. Yeah, you put me in the water, didn't tell me you were out in the way. So when the waves came crashing down, I hadn't figured it all out. I was such a water. 
Wow, that was fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you for playing it. Yes, you have an amazing voice. What made you want to get into singing? Was it because you were so naturally gifted? Um, I think I started singing when I was about four or five years old. Um, and I remember like being on our front porch singing Hillary Duff because my sister would always watch the Hillary Duff movies and we would sing together. Um, so it was really singing with my sister. And then when I was five, I really wanted to start playing guitar. I started playing guitar and just in and out of different music lessons from then on. And it's always just been a part of my life, which it's been a really good outlet for me to, you know, get a lot of my feelings out there. Sure. What are some of your musical influences? Um, definitely Ed Sheeran. I really love the way that he plays guitar and the way that he writes his lyrics. Um, it's very unique. Um, I would have to say probably Taylor Swift as well. I do like a lot of classic music, um, Kansas, ACDC. I was in a rock band in high school, so that was pretty fun. Um, so I like to try to draw from different genres in my music, even though it is a lot pop country. Taylor Gatton says, congrats, Sammy. Love you. Oh, <laughs> that's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but uh, no, seriously, the song was great. So what, what was the idea behind the song? Um, so I wrote Underwater when I was 18, and the inspiration behind it, I had actually gone through a pretty rough time um, right as the end of high school was coming to, you know, the high school was coming to an end. And I wanted to write about, you know, feeling like you had lost your strength and finding it again, feeling like you're underwater and then washing back up on the shore. It's like celebrating, like finding yourself and finding more strength than you had before. Uh, how was COVID with kind of releasing and creating the, the, the song and the whole thing? Oh, yeah. So this is actually really fascinating. Um, there's a website that I submitted underwater, the um, previous version of Underwater I released in 2018. Gotcha. Um, and I worked with Kenny McWilliams in Columbia, South Carolina for that. He's awesome. And I submitted that version of the song to stuart epps online and he emailed me back and i was shocked i was like oh my gosh this is insane and he's like yeah. i think you know i could make this song some like radio friendly and maybe put it out there to a few more people and i was like heck yeah let's do it so he would email me different versions of the song until we both found a version that we both really liked um he added a bunch of instruments to it his wife sang on some of the parts of the song. So and she's the background voice, forgive me. She is, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. She has a great voice as well. Um, so super thankful to him for giving me the time and for working on this song with me and creating something uh, bigger from just what I had written in my living room back in 2018. Um, so yeah, it was definitely a really cool experience and I'd never really worked with someone abroad on music before that point. So it was really cool. I got to ask you, you're on the Three Geeks podcast. What is it? What kind of things are you into outside of music? Outside of music, I play tennis. I used to swim. Um, 
I love to just be in the city and go on walks, ride my bike. Um, I also really like TV. <laughs> I do have to say I watch a good bit of TV. Um, and then I'm also studying for the LSAT. Uh, I took the LSAT in June and I'm taking it again in August. So one of my other passions is human rights law. And I really want to get into anti-human trafficking legislation um, as a young adult. So Sweet. Uh, Matt Sears says killing it, Sammy G. Oh. <laughs> And I'm I'm not gonna let you brush by the TV thing. So what what kind of shows do you watch on TV? Oh oh my gosh. Okay, I'm a huge Supernatural fan. Um, Did you hear that they're making a, a prequel series to that? Yes, I heard about that. I follow Jensen on Instagram, so <laughs> I saw it. Um, and then yeah, I mean Supernatural. I started watching probably in the seventh grade. I remember, like, I was so young, there were some episodes my mom wouldn't let me watch, but now mm -hmm. I've seen almost every single one. Yeah, and we spoke to the Lucifer guy. Yeah, I play Lucifer. He was really cool. Really? Mm -hmm. he was great. So cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love that show. Um, and definitely Criminal Minds. I love Dr. Spencer Reed. Uh, he actually came to my hometown earlier this year. Um, some of my friends got to meet him. They like followed his Instagram posts that he posted around and they found him. <laughs> I like that show too. I have it on my Netflix. I'm on season eight, I think. Okay. Keep watching the character development on that show. Just never, I like, that's the show that makes me cry the most because I'm so attached <laughs> to the characters, <laughs> which is funny, right? Uh, yeah. Jane the Virgin is also a really good show. Yeah, that's great. I like Jane the Virgin a lot. Mm -hmm. Um so are you are you working towards a new album then like with underwater being the premier single maybe or so i am i've been writing new songs yeah. probably for the last couple of years i definitely want to release a few singles this year maybe leading up to a longer release because uh, i definitely mm -hmm. have a bunch of songs and a bunch of things that i'd love to share yeah. um and yeah so i'm definitely excited to start sharing some music and there's a show called songland i was hoping to maybe submit a couple songs to as well just to see you know explore yeah. my horizon why not yeah what about music videos that's always a lot of fun you should oh it be a lot of fun to film I right think. i was talking about this with my um my friend here she knows somebody who goes to scat uh, savannah college of art and design sure. who studies film um and so we were gonna get together and maybe make some kind of video for underwater um i mean we live right by the beach so it'd be a perfect setting I think yeah. it'd be awesome. It'd be wonderful. Yeah, because that seems to be pretty popular right now for up and coming artists just to start making videos and putting them on YouTube. Yeah, that would be so exciting and a learning experience because I've never done anything like that before. Yeah, I mean the barrier of entry is so low with video that you, I mean you can throw it out in a lot of different places. It'd be really beneficial for you, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, or American Idol because I mean seriously, your voice in that song is amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I've definitely been thinking about trying out for, for things like American Idol. Um, I think I'm going to wait until I'm all graduated, uh, which is Smart. in December. <laughs> so that's good. It's coming up close. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, I was thinking about maybe taking a gap year before law school and, you know, putting some music feelers out there. Um, I have got to talk to my parents about that a little bit more, but we're, we're surprised parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll get I mean, there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it couldn't hurt. I mean, mm -mm. law school is always going to be there. You can chase oh, your dreams. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, trying to be like Elle Woods, you know, and score really that's high right. in my LSAT. That's but right. the LSAT's yeah. very hard. You could use your music video as your entrance thing. Like, like oh she did. God, she did yes. a video, but you could do a music video. Okay. That'd be perfect. I'll just mm -hmm. submit it right there. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be a lot yeah. of fun. 
Sorry, Legally Blonde is actually a really good movie. I it's know, great. I never watched it because I'm not the biggest movie person. Um, and one of my sorority sisters was like, you, you have to watch it. So I watched it and I was like, wow, I can't believe I missed out on this movie for so long. So I good. feel like it'd be a prerequisite for most sororities. I feel like that's like, it's like, <laughs> there's a lot of sorority stuff in that movie. Yeah, there is. You know, I didn't even, I mean, I knew it was about um, Elwood going to Harvard Law. But yeah. Really know a That's lot funny. about the movie, which is my bad. But I'm glad I watched it. Now, I've seen it like six times since yeah. last month when I first watched it. So, <laughs> so is there um is there a big music scene where you're at, or do, do you think you'll have to move at all for like to pursue this kind of dream if you wanted to? So Charleston is actually a really good music town. There's a lot of different Sweet. venues. Um, there's Shem Creek, which is a little bit of a quieter venue. Um, it's right on the water. You have a lot of acoustic gigs over there. Mm -hmm. And then downtown Charleston, you have a lot of bands and there's a bunch of bars that they'll have cover bands or original music bands um, playing almost, I would say most nights of the week. Yeah. I'm working on starting a band here for the remainder of my time in Charleston. Um, yeah. The music scene here is great. I definitely want to explore other cities. Like Nashville? Like, I feel like yeah. Nashville, every, every country singer wants to move to Nashville, I think. Oh yeah, I was <laughs> definitely thinking about Nashville um, even to go there for law school and yeah. play music while I'm there in school, sure. you know, balance both things. So that's definitely on my list. I've never been to Nashville, but I've heard. Oh my gosh. Amazing. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It it's is. a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I just turned 21 last year too. So that's definitely. You Make know. sure you bring friends to wheel you around. Cause it's so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. There's a tin roof. Um, I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. Um, there's a tin roof there, and I believe there's a tin roof in Nashville as well. Um, I played at the tin roof in Columbia when I was in my rock band. Um, oh, I have a funny story about my rock band, actually. So okay. we um, formed when I was, I think, in the 10th grade. So I was about 15 or 16, and we could not figure out a name for the life of us. So our first performance, I actually couldn't sing because I just had my wisdom teeth out, and I got a dry socket. So oh, my sister was like, oh, my God, let's name the band The Dry Sockets. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, no. That's that is a good band name. Yeah, yeah it, was like, it sounded like a heavy metal band, too. But, I mean, it was really fun. For a couple of years, I was like, yeah, we're The Dry Sockets. And we finally changed the name, 2018. And I was like, oh, thank God. But, you know, it was, it's a fun story now. And it was definitely a really fun time. Um, but yeah, that's I definitely funny. want to start a band around here. Maybe yeah. not name it the Dry Sockets, but we'll we'll find another name that's just. I bet you're a dentist fan. So I bet it's great. You know, one of my friends is in dental school now, so right? I bet <laughs> probably a big fan of the name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's good though because now whenever you know something's wrong, I just I text my friend and I'm like, hey, you're in dental school. Like, is, is this normal or should <laughs> you I come, come look at my mouth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it's so funny. Um, but it's it's definitely been a really cool thing to see where all my friends have have been going and how sure. my life is evolving as well, especially with music because this year has really been the first time that things have really started to to roll out and um, I've been playing more gigs, you know, doing more interviews like this. this is actually my first time being on camera in an interview, so really? I was super nervous, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you want to be a lawyer? Would you, any interest in me, like entertainment law, like kind of marrying up music and uh, and law? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely thought lawyer. about that. Um, I'm sorry, what was that? You should be a singing lawyer. That'd be cool. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure the judge would like that. <laughs> like, like, even if you're good singing, I don't think it matters. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I remember I started being interested in law watching Drop Dead Diva. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that show. Nope. Um, 
but it was about a model who passed away and she came back to life in a lawyer's body and her life was so different, but she would always be so like stylish and bubbly in court, kind of like Elle Woods. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I guess that would be a cool way to, it would be fun. Law, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's the, you know, if they like that. <laughs> <laughs> you could have half your concert be like a law thing and then they have to be you singing. Be great. Yeah. Just with the guitar. I object. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can always try and see what happens. I might get disbarred, but eh. if, you're, if you're saying the right <laughs> stuff, you're just <laughs> totally kidding. I don't want to get disbarred. I mean, it's, yeah, it's haven't even started yet. We're already started. <laughs> oh, though, I got disbarred. What for? What horrible thing did you do? I just sang in the courtroom. Yeah, most of, most of my trials went three weeks longer than they should have. I sang a lot of things. <laughs> do you watch a lot of uh, courtroom stuff on television? I watch a lot of law and order i've never seen i don't think a, like a live court case um so i probably should that would probably be something to do that would be beneficial for me but i did mock trial for a short time in school um in model united nations which was really cool um i was very shy when i was younger so i i kind of sat quietly and observed but now i was like oh i wish i like got in there and you know it's fun to be a little feisty and all the lawyers sure. that's seen in the courtrooms you know they can hold their own. It's really cool to, to see them just be able to think so quickly on their feet. Yeah. Well, to tie it back to the beginning of our show, do you watch any true crime? I do. Yeah. I watched the Ted Bundy tapes, um, Jeffrey Epstein, and I just started, or I think I might have finished the, the Night Stalker one last week. What do you think our obsession, like as a human race, is with true crime? Because that's what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Like, everybody is so in love with it but if you really think about what you're watching like real people died watching this but like we're all so fascinated do you have any opinion on that i mean i sorry with scooby-doo i've always been obsessed with crime <laughs> like scooby-doo to ncis to criminal minds not a true crime honestly thinking like thinking about it it's like what goes on behind that person's mind and how they operate and maybe just the development of the case. It's, I think it's interesting to follow the case of the detectives, you know, go through it. Cause from our perspective, after it's over, it's easy to see, okay, so this led to this and here was the breakthrough, but watching them kind of relive it before they knew the answers, you know, and not know the element of suspense of not knowing when they're going to strike next i know it's horrible because like you said you know so many people were hurt and killed um but it is definitely fascinating it's just like human trafficking you know it's happens in so many ways all over the world and it's a horrible horrible crime but it's fascinating to study um for sure yeah maybe fascination with evil that we all potentially have i don't know <laughs> yeah. a lot of first 48 fans i'm sure <laughs> oh yeah i watched that too <laughs> hey it's all right i'm a tv lover as well i have the tv on most of the time it's usually on cop shows yeah i don't blame you i mean i come home from school or from work and i'm like all right it's time to just you know put on a nice episode of something mysterious and see how it goes. <laughs> I watch nice episode SVU. of murder <laughs> i watch svu with my daughter and i just come up with a whole list of things she's not allowed to do anymore yeah. This show is so scary because I started, I'm pretty OCD, so I have to like watch things from the beginning. So I logged on to Hulu and I was like, okay, I'm going to start from like episode one 
and see how long it takes me. I'm only on season two, but I mean, every episode is just like, my gosh, like you just really never know. It's scary. It's amazing. Cause I, I again, it happens in real life that cops mm-hmm. keep their heads still on their neck as they I just, go through these cases. I just envision you looking at your daughter, Jason, and being like, Oh, you want to go to the mall? Well, what was episode two of Criminal Minds season three? Like, that's don't go into the the coals. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Should be funny. There's no coals in malls, Justin, not anymore. Come on, man. I'm sure some of them have. <laughs> I don't know. Let's pull it back to music. Uh, <laughs> Samantha, uh, what can we expect from you coming soon? Um, so coming soon, I've been playing a lot of shows around Charleston. I uh, just had a gig at Rusty Bull Brewery down in North Charleston. It was super fun. Um, and I'm playing next month in Isla Palms at the Dinghy. Yes. I've never played there, so that'll be exciting. And then just releasing maybe a single here and there. I've got some fun Christmas songs I've always wanted to release. I wrote them when I was like 11, nice. but my mom thinks they're cool. So that's good enough for me. Yeah, to win. Yeah, that's that's you know just after I wrap up school, hopefully I'll be able to spend a lot more time just writing and playing, and hopefully COVID will be a little bit less prevalent then than it is now. And yeah, we'll just see how it all goes. Sure. Any uh, are you like touring a little bit? I know you're traveling a little bit. Do are you getting out of South Carolina though at all? Um, I'm hoping. So my sister lives in New Hampshire. Uh, I play up in New Hampshire. I played in Boston. I used to go to Boston University Mm. and I transferred down here to Charleston. But when I lived in Boston, I would play in Boston. Um, I really want to explore California, explore Nashville. So hopefully if the gigs keep going well here, I'll be able to maybe travel a bit more and play in different places. Yeah. Be a lot of fun. Yeah. And I'll post all that on my Instagram and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, The next time, (laughs) next your next single let us know so we can get you back on to it and chat some more because i'm glad we finally were able to get our schedules to align yes me too to yeah uh, so where fun. can everybody find you on all the fun social medias uh, you can find me i know my last name's a little funky um it sounds just like baton but with a g in front so guitar um but it's samantha guitar on instagram and then spotify youtube apple music it's all under Samantha Gaton. Um, so just my first and last name. And it's usually the the blue underwater picture. Uh, that's usually my my little signal. <laughs> awesome. Everybody, I will share and tweet out that single so everybody can check it out if you didn't check it out already. And uh, again, thank you, Samantha, for joining us. Justin and I love talking to new people. Oh, and so. glad we get to call your friend now. And like yes, I said, this was touch. so much fun. Thank you again for having me. Absolutely. All right, y'all have, have a great day. A nice <laughs> day and nice weekend. Rest of the weekend. Yes, you as well. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I'm loving these conversations we're doing, Justin. Um, yeah, same. So sorry yeah. To we're still alive, by the way. The little I don't know we're stopping. Button? Or what should I? Oh, you hit leave studios. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you all again. See you. See you. <laughs> a great Sunday. Yeah, me too. She's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, we're, we're actually going to end the show a bit early today because, like, obviously we didn't have the whole crew. And um, so I didn't prep a full show. I just planned on doing our intro and then the interview at the end. So uh, everybody, like I said, you can next week we're taking a break. But I'm hoping that between Justin and I, we can edit together a little collage of interviews that we haven't released yet for you guys to enjoy next Sunday. Then after that, we've got Burt Ward, the Petersons, uh, Dan versus Tim at... Um, 
remake Revolution. They're going to be That'll remaking be Tim and Mick's favorite movie, Dune. And Casey says, thank you, Samantha. Good luck. She was great, wasn't she, Casey? Uh, I, everybody, please check out her single. Um, great lady. Great singing voice. Fantastic. And then you guys can follow Justin and I at 3 Geeks Podcast. Justin and I are joined by Max on Thursday because we are interviewing Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell. And I'm telling you guys, oh, that's this a interview fun. is going to be a blast. There's going to be no filter on our guests. And I cannot wait see what comes out the other end and uh for everybody out there well, you guys have a great on some day. nobodies later today right is that is that live or is yes it we are on some nobodies we're on talking upstream i believe that's the one that's not live or uh, maybe live i don't know what we are but we're gonna be yeah we're gonna be on someplace later today whether live or not <laughs> we're gonna be with zach and dylan tonight in a quick word from john claude van damme oh, you've lost your balls Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. See everybody. Recycle your droid. And that's our show, everybody. Thanks for Every time, Justin. Oops. Every time. I mean, that'll be true. <laughs> Thank you guys all for tuning in. Please hit like, hit subscribe, comment below, share this video. The audio will drop tomorrow sometime in the early morning. Also, check out the new episode of Matt Talk dropping at 4 a.m. tomorrow morning and have a great day. With the pudding.